Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. If you've ever melted chocolate or had a glass of whiskey or if you've ever used purple paint, you can thank our guest today, a woman considered to be the mother of Western alchemy. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. Quote, one becomes two, two becomes three, and out of the third comes the one as the fourth. That is the most famous axiom attributed to Mary the Jewess, who, it's said, is the first known alchemist of the Western world. She is known to have invented processes and apparatus that went on to be used for centuries, both in and out of the scientific community. In fact, one of them, as Maria hinted at, you may have used in your home kitchen. Mary lived sometime during the first through maybe the third century CE, which is a pretty wide delta, but I mean, what can you do when your timeline is roughly 2,000 years ago? She lived in Egypt, and at the time of Mary's life, the region was a province of the Roman Empire. Alchemy can be described as a combination of ancient chemical science and speculative philosophy. We've been talking about it all season. And 
Those who practiced it had a few goals in mind. The popular image of an alchemist was an individual who wanted to transmute base metals into silver or gold. And of course, as we've discussed, they also wanted to discover the key to immortality. Perhaps in your imagination, there is a cauldron or maybe a room full of glass vials and overflowing bookshelves. And for some alchemists that we've talked about, that could be accurate. What we know is that along the way, many made some significant contributions to science. For example, among many other things, alchemy gave us a better understanding of metallurgy and how to extract metals from ores. It also gave us things like European porcelain, and it laid out the basis for the science of toxicology. Really, alchemy laid the groundwork for modern-day chemistry and medicine. But let's go into reverse for just a moment. Alchemy came to the West. It wasn't started in the West. In China, there is a long history, and I mean thousands of years, of Taoist monks using alchemy to focus on the external world as well as the inner force of the body. Indian alchemists were focused on transmuting gold and prolonging life long before the Western world knew anything about these sorts of practices. It's believed that Western alchemy practices began probably around 1900 BCE, at the time of Egyptian king Hermes Trismegistus. As a side note, that is what he was named by the Greeks, but he was also known as Toth by the Egyptians, and that is how he is deified. Egyptian alchemists presented their first document, the Emerald Tablet of Hermes. That's a tablet which was said to contain the secret of the Prima Materia. The Prima Materia was considered to be the matter that was the foundation for everything else. By the 16th century in Europe, alchemists naturally kind of fell into two categories. Those who were focused on chemical processes and apparatus, which is more like the precursor to today's chemistry, and those who were focused on the metaphysical side of the practice, and this was the group who went looking for gold and immortality. Unlike the alchemists we've been talking about who have been, perhaps, stereotypically trying to turn lead into gold, it doesn't appear that Mary was much interested in discovering the philosopher's stone that had eluded alchemists everywhere. Perhaps she was on the side, but no one seems to have left any evidence that that was the case. Mary, it seems, was most interested in practical chemical processes. Think of her work as a, a mix of today's analytical chemistry and chemical engineering, or maybe like today's industrial chemists. None of Mary's own writings have survived over the last 2,000 years. But quotations credited to her have been found in hermetic writings, most notably the work The Dialogue of Mary and Eros on the Magistery of Hermes, written by an anonymous Christian philosopher. In it is also vocabulary that would eventually become part of the language of alchemists, including leucosis, which is whitening, and xanthosis, which is yellowing. The famous 10th-century index of Arabic books called the Kitab al-Firist, compiled by Ibn al-Nadim, cite Mary too as one of the 52 most famous alchemists. But let's note that these works were written between 8 and 10 centuries after she lived. Ibn al-Nadim also highlights that Mary was able to prepare caput mortuum. Caput mortuum could be considered just a useless substance left over from a chemical operation, but alchemists didn't overlook it. It's also a type of purple hematite iron oxide pigment. You may know it as cardinal purple, and it's often used in oil paints and various dyes. 
There are probably several reasons we could get into why this discovery was notable. But let's talk about the Roman citizenry. To your everyday person, this discovery wasn't just about making iron oxide. The pigment made it way easier to get a purple shirt or purple paint. Tyrian purple, which was known as Phoenician red or imperial purple, was expensive, and it's because it took a substantial amount of labor to produce. Tyrian purple is a biological pigment, and it's made by extracting the dye from tens of thousands of rock snails. One Roman gown, it was said, needed 10,000 shells to be dyed in this manner. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will talk about distillation and how Mary's inventions changed the alchemy landscape. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions. And I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older (laughs) in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Criminalia for 10% off your first order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about who Zosimos of Panopolis is and why he's important to Mary's story. So we catch up with Mary's story when she appeared in the works of the writer Zosimos of Panopolis, also known by the Latin name Zosimos Alchemista, which means Zosimos the Alchemist. He was an Egyptian alchemist and Gnostic mystic who wrote more than a century after Mary's death. It's believed that while his information is pretty strong, he likely misidentified Mary as a, quote, sister of Moses, and she's still often identified as Miriam the prophet, the sister of Moses. Miriam the prophet is a biblical woman who is also known as Mary the Jewess, as well as Maria the Hebrew, Maria the Sage, and Mary the prophetess. The Arabs know her as the daughter of Plato. She was likely considered Mary or Maria the Wise. Zosimos was not Mary's contemporary, and when he mentions her, he often points out that she was, quote, one of the sages and had lived in times past. He writes of her work, her experiments and inventions, but we don't get a picture of her life outside of her work through his writings because he was really all business. It was believed that he may have based his text on furnaces and apparatuses, on a text written by Mary herself, and he also quotes her extensively in his work, The Coloring of Precious Stones. Writing at the beginning of the 4th century CE, Zosimos gives us some of the oldest surviving texts on alchemy, and his works include Agatha Demon, an alchemist in late Roman Egypt, Pseudo-Democritus, author of the four books of Pseudo-Democritus, and Hermes Transmegistus, whom we mentioned earlier. He provided one of the first definitions of alchemy as the study of, quote, the composition of waters, movement, growth, embodying and disembodying, drawing the spirits from bodies, and bonding the spirits within bodies. Zosimos is considered one of the most important sources of the history of Egyptian alchemy, and he's also included in a compendium of alchemical writings that was probably put together during the Byzantine Empire in the 7th or 8th century CE. There are recordings of Mary's story in addition to Zosimos' writings. Epiphanius, 
who was the Bishop of Salamis, mentions Mary as Mary the Jewess in two of his works, Great Questions and Small Questions. Mary's legacy was also translated into Arabic writings, where she was written as a contemporary of Jesus Christ, which would put her life at the very beginning of the first century CE. It was also suggested she was a contemporary of Austin's, a Persian brother-in-law of Xerxes, who lived as long ago as roughly 500 BCE. So even with mentions of contemporaries, there's enough contradiction that it's tricky to pin down her exact position on a timeline. Some of the experiments attributed to Mary and her inventions continue to be used in modern-day chemistry. According to William Newman, professor in the Department of History and Philosophy of Science at Indiana University, we quote, The earliest real distillation apparatus can be identified as something like a still found in the works of Zosimos of Panopolis. He attributes these discoveries to Mary the Hebrew, and once you have good distillation apparatus, lots of things are possible. Newman continues, quote, Mysteriously, for some reason, nobody actually tried to isolate ethyl alcohol out of wine or beer until much later. But when they did, they had to have decent stills. And he's talking about Mary's stills. The idea of distillation is described in the Emerald Tablet as, quote, It rises from earth to heaven and descends again to earth, thereby combining within itself the powers of both the above and the below. Distillation was one of the key stages in the process of transmuting base metals into gold, and you had to know how to distill. You had to. And it was Mary who invented and described the alchemical apparatus and processes to do so. It's like the most poetic description of distillation. (laughs) You had to. You had to. (laughs) It rises from earth to heaven. Uh, We are going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Mary's relationship to Carl Jung. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like, literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Criminalia. We're going to talk now about three of Mary's inventions, including one that you probably have used in your home. These inventions. Let's talk about the apparatus called the Keratakis first. Keratakis copied the process of distillation that naturally occurs in nature, and the device went on to become a staple in chemistry labs. The apparatus is made of an airtight container with a sheet of copper on its upper side, and it's used to heat substances to collect vapors. If you've ever listened to people talk about distillation of spirits, that all sounds pretty familiar. When it is used, its sealed connections form a tight vacuum. As part of her work, Mary studied sulfur compounds and discovered what we call Mary's Black. Mary's Black is a black sulfide coating on metal, and it's produced during the process of keratakis. Mary's device was later modified by a German agricultural chemist named Franz von Sachslet in 1879, and the extractor today still bears his name, the Sachslet extractor. The Sachslet extractor apparatus is pretty similar to what Mary had made herself. It's a glass reservoir set between a lower flask at the bottom and a condenser at the top. It's one of the most popular techniques for extraction of certain components called semi-volatile organic compounds from solid materials. And the solvent that's used in the process removes any insoluble impurities that were in the original material. Of note, in addition to the extractor, von Sachslet had a hand in nutritional science as well. Louis Pasteur, for instance, we all know invented the food preparation process known as pasteurization. That was patented in 1865 to fight the, quote, diseases of wine. It was Franz in 1886 
who proposed that the process be applied to milk and other beverages. Mary's also credited as having invented an apparatus called the trebucose, which is kind of a three-armed apparatus that was also used for distillation. It's actually not 100% clear whether Mary did or did not invent the trebucose, but Zosimos credits the first description of this instrument to her. In her writings quoted by him, she recommends that the copper or bronze used to make the tubes on the trebucose should be the thickness of a frying pan, and that the joints between the tubes and the still head should be sealed with flour paste. That's pretty specific, and that's actually still used today. And this is the one that most of us are going to recognize. Mary also invented a water bath technique known as the bain-marie. That literally is French for Marie's bath. This apparatus is basically a heated but not boiling water bath. And it works similarly to a double boiler, which basically is just two pots. So a larger one with warm water in it and a smaller, more shallow pot that nestles inside that larger one. The setup applies indirect heat through steam, and it can maintain a base that's in a liquid state or reliquify a solidified base. In the laboratory, it can be used to incubate samples at a constant temperature over a period of time. This water bath method has also been the preferred heat source instead of an open flame for heating flammable chemicals. It's a way to prevent a fire from starting. In the culinary world, still today, it's used to bake cheesecakes and set custards, such as creme brulee or flan. It's a preferred method because the steam that develops keeps the surface of the food from drying out as it bakes. Need to melt chocolate? The bain marie is for you because this technique prevents the fat from separating. And liquefying honey. Warming high-fat sauces like hollandaise. There's really no end to the uses for the Bommery and how it can make like a perfectly smooth thing out of something that was once solid. It is also used across the food service industry as a way to keep dishes warm for an extended period of time. Because she did live so long ago, we did see stories about Mary that may or may not be factual. For instance, though we weren't able to dig deeply into this because we're not experts in ancient alchemy yet, we did read about the idea that Mary believed metals had different genders, and by joining genders together, you could create a new entity, a new substance. There is a quote that's attributed to her that goes, join the male and the female, and you will find what is sought. The idea is interesting, but whether or not Mary believed that, we really can't be sure. It's also believed that Mary may have founded an academy where she taught alchemy in the Egyptian city of Alexandria. Could be so, but again, this is one that's difficult to verify. Actually, there are more than a few problems (laughs) that we (laughs) ran into when trying to look at Mary's life and piece it all together. We've talked about some of them, but Mary, it's said, was also the one who discovered hydrochloric acid, but that is pretty hotly debated. It may have been discovered by Jabir ibn Hayyan in 800 AD. Or perhaps it should be credited to William Prout in 1824. And then there's George Syncellus. George, who was a Byzantine chronicler of the 8th century that places his work minimum five centuries after Mary's life, described Mary as a teacher of the philosopher Democritus, whom she had met in Memphis, Egypt, during the time of Pericles. Problem with all that is that the time of Pericles is a period between roughly 
461 to 429 BCE. That means it's something like 600 years before the earliest point where we know that Mary could have been alive. So teasing out her life outside of alchemy can be really something of a challenge. That quote Holly shared at the beginning of the episode really does live on for Mary. And let's go back to how important that quote has remained over the centuries. It was one becomes two, two becomes three, and out of the third comes the one as the fourth. Carl Jung, the famous psychiatrist and psychoanalyst who founded analytical psychology, has said that Mary's rule runs like a leitmotif throughout almost the whole of the lifetime of alchemy, extending over more than 17 centuries. And according to him, the quote can be seen as a metaphor for his idea of the principle of individuation. The central process of human development when an individual achieves their sense of individuality. A very merry thing, it seems. Ollie, what you got going on in the cauldron today for Mary? Oh, you know. <laughs> Some things. Some things. This one is a, a fruity little number, and I'm calling it Mary's Black because it's black. This is a super simple one, and you can serve it a couple different ways. I initially did one that's like a very basic poured into a chilled cocktail mm-hmm. glass. It is uh, one ounce of blue curacao, one ounce of strawberry vodka, oh. two ounces of pomegranate juice, and a couple dashes of floral bitters. The floral bitters really changed the flavor profile. So I bet. Just know if you skip it, you'll have a slightly different drink. Now, this, uh, I just shook it all and, and poured it into a glass together. It's got a very sharp flavor because of that pomegranate juice. Yeah. So if that altogether is too harsh for a sip, you can just pour club soda on top an ounce or two and soften it up a little around the edges. You can also soften it with ginger ale if you want. Whatever you want. It's your it's your alchemy. It's fine. It's your drink. Um, <laughs> it's your cauldron. But it's it's super easy to put together. And I wanted to do something that included at least two different alcohols since we owe Mary a little bit of a debt of gratitude for the cauldron existing in the first place. Right. We sure do. This one is very easy to do as a mocktail. Keep the pomegranate juice, obviously. If you recall, I don't remember what season it was. There was another cocktail where I mentioned that you can get non-alcoholic blue curacao in most grocery stores. It's like over with the syrups, like with the simple syrups and stuff. But yeah, you can use that. And then in lieu of strawberry vodka, you have some options here, right? You can do, if you want to blend some strawberries to the point where they get pretty juicy, you could do that and put it in. You could also just slice some and put it in. You could muddle them. Basically, just get some fresh strawberries and add them to this whole business. And then, you know, bitter's optional. But yes, same same basic thing. The strawberry is adds such a nice thing. I originally did this with regular vodka and it just wasn't quite right you need that strawberry flavor to make the other two play together nicely it's like it builds a bridge between the citrus and the pomegranate it is really my kind of drink because i'm the the cranberry tart cherry pomegranate i'm like let me yeah and it's a a black drink which i think we've only had we've only had we've had a couple we've had i think we've had two and one of them we did with charcoal And I always like doing them with not charcoal. We did one not too long ago that involved cola in the mix to turn it dark. Yeah. 
I thought about also trying it with gin. There's a purple oh. gin that I like to use. Yeah. Nope. Oh, um, good enough. That didn't work. It didn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't right. horrible. It just tasted weird. It was like I couldn't even describe what was wrong about it. It didn't dance on the palate. Yeah. So. I understand. I want angels dancing on the tip of my tongue when I drink this. There drink. you go. Uh, so, yes, that is Mary's Black. And um, hopefully if you make it, you find that it does dance on your palate. We are so grateful for the time you spend with us. So thank you for being with us and hearing Mary's story this week. And we hope you will come right back next week because we have a little more alchemy to discuss. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.